Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast, Get a Bucket. I'm your host, Trey. Uh, sorry about this week and how it's really been turning out. It's really been kind of ass. Uh, I started off with my phone being stolen. Not only was my phone stolen, but my wallet was also stolen because my case was my wallet. Now, they only got my ID and, like, two credit cards. I was able to cancel those off real quick. But still, it was so fucking frustrating, bro. It was so annoying this week, man. So, I had so much stuff, like, prepared for the week, bro. And, like, all that was gone. And I just didn't feel like making it, like, back up. So, I just took this week off. Come back strong next week. Delivering this content real quick. Because uh, there was a lot of basketball games going on, to be honest with you. So, I am not going to sit up there and let their foolishness, their fuckery... Mess up with my vibes. Oh, and I gotta give a special shout out to uh, John Witherspoon. If for those of y'all who don't know, um, if you watch the Wayans Brothers show, uh, if you've seen any of the Fridays, um, if you've seen Boondocks, <laughs> you know who this is. This is Pops. Uh, you know the guy who goes bang, bang, bang. Um, the guy who actually I play a clip for y'all real quick. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. Somebody open the window. Yeah, so that's Pops, man. It was a big, it was a big loss to the, um, to the comedians, you know, to the actors and actresses, to Hollywood in general. It was just a, it was a big loss. So, you know, shout outs to him. May he rest in peace. So I just wanted to say that to y'all. Appreciate the love and support. Um, but yeah. So we're going to jump right on into it because I know the NBA season has started and I have not said a damn thing to y'all. So we're going to get started off with the Lakers versus the Clippers. Um, I like that game. I watched that game. I told y'all I'm a Laker fan. Not a Braun fan, though. A Laker fan. Um, I think Kawhi might be the new king of LA. Um, We haven't had a, a king since Kobe. Um... But I think Kawhi is taking that throne as new king of L.A. He bitched Braun in game one. Braun stated that, you know, he wanted it to be, he wanted us to feed Anthony Davis, which I do agree A.D. should be the leading scorer on the team. Um, I still think Kawhi won that matchup. And I want to see how Braun handles it next time. Because now I've, I've seen Braun drop, like, for example, against the Mavs. He dropped 35. But to be fair, Luka Doncic is not uh, an elite defender, nor is he in LA, like, that should have been a statement game for Braun, if anything, like, against the Wings, like, against, against Kawhi, Kevin Durant, Paul, like, those three wing players right there, hell, even a Giannis to a degree, which I'd let AD slide on that and be the uh, focal point, those three players, you probably want to go at, and it just, it didn't seem like he had that heart, um, I still think KD's the king of NBA, but that's just me. Now, granted, it was the first game. All right, granted, it was the first game. And the Lakers were missing Kuzma and Rondo. But the Clippers were missing Paul George. Like, So let's just stop and pause right there for a quick second because the level of missing in action is vastly different. Rondo and Kuzma do not make up Paul George. I'm sorry, Kuzma is not a good enough defender, nor is Rajon Rondo at this level. Sorry. Like, maybe back in the day you can make a case, but now, no. Um, Paul George, elite defender, elite 
offensive player. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. that, And that's what the Clippers lost. And, you, and the Lakers still lost to the Clippers. It's a damn shame. Like, Kawhi went off. So, to me, it looks like it may be the Clippers town for a quick second. Um, it is what it is. And also, Danny Green went off for five threes that first game against the Clippers. So, if, and I don't think he'll do that again, or at least as often. So, if we're not getting that production from Danny Green like that too, we would have gotten blown out. Mm. So, in conclusion, Braun looks soft. Kawhi's the new king of L.A. He's showing it on his commercials, people. Damn. And... I need AD to to be that dominant force, which he has been, and the Lakers have been winning. But against the 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 quality teams, the Clippers, the the Jazz, which we actually know, it's really just going to be the Clippers. Probably like the, our biggest threat is going to be the Clippers, the Clippers, the Sixers, the Bucks. I need AD to do well against those teams. Um. Reason being, there aren't too many teams that we that they can, that can compete with his athleticism and skill. Uh, similar with the Mavericks, you know when he's going up against KP, Kristaps uh, uh, Porzingis, you gotta thrive. You gotta hit your challenges against the bums, against the scrubs. I don't care if you playing against a Thomas Bryant. I like Thomas from Washington. I do. He he was on my Lakers, but that's not a good quality level of judgment. So. I need to see you thrive against dominant talent. So that's what I'm looking for for the Lakers duo. And the Clippers, they're one of the better teams already. Defense is elite. And that's without Paul George. You have two playmakers easily on the squad who have been doing work and Montrezl Harrell is booming. You add Paul George up there, now you have a, another scorer, another playmaker, and another elite defender with a quality rebounding on with the boot. Clippers are good. A team that's not good is the Warriors. <laughs> Them boys is looking a little baffled right now. Like, let's go over the last six games. Really seven for the Warriors, I guess. Um, so first, you lose Kevin Durant to the Achilles. Got you. Then you lose Klay Thompson to the knee. Got you. Then you lose Steph Curry with a broken left hand. Now the, the now the pos- and then you lose Steph Curry with a broken left hand. Now to sit up there and say, now to sit up there and say they're not gonna do well. That's tough. Um, I'm sure they're not gonna do well now. Curry's out for three months at least. So, it is November time now. For those of y'all, let's go down the list. We got November. We got December. And then we got January. Now, what you're telling me is, not only is he not playing in the Christmas games, but he's missing up until February. And the season ends in June. So, he's going to come back around All-Star time. Come on, after All-Stars? Like, come on, dog. And then they're going to make the playoffs? No, not at all. So, this is a blessing in disguise. Good break versus a bad break. No pun intended. Uh, Actually, slightly. So, you need talent. (laughs) Like, you need talent. This is the best time to showcase your 
fucking talent. Like, at the end of the day, all they really have to do is let the Warriors just go out and play. Because this is a wash season now. Just go out and play. You're going to be able to showcase uh, D'Lo's talents. Because now he'll have an expanded role putting up highlights, stats, all that good stuff. You can get Draymond some more exposure on the offensive end, so that way you can vers- you can diversify his game. Because as his athleticism declines, he's going to be trash. Now, you also have your role players, which you need to distinguish, because I think you're going to end up trading D'Lo to get some quality pieces to pair with a lottery pick that you get. Because like I said, you need talent. Hopefully, you can get a really low draft pick, but I don't know if that's going to happen. So. Thinking lottery, I think you can get a quality player to pair up with the Warriors. Maybe you get a big man, then he's playing behind Willie Cauley-Stein for at least two years. Um, you get a wing, maybe he can start. But either way, those are the directions you need to go. I don't think you need to go guard because you already have a plethora of them bad boys. So you really need to think about your big men, uh, your wings. Those are critical for them. But honestly, this is a tanking year for the for the, for the Warriors. That's how I view it. It has to be. It should be. Because if not, what are you playing for? You're not going to win. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're not. So, in conclusion, Steph breaking his hand, good thing for the Warriors. They get to tank. They get to have young draft picks. So Matt And young draft picks who, ha- who can play also are on low contracts, and they already have enough money going to Draymond, Steph, and Clay. And I'm sure when they trade D'Lo, they're they, – They'll probably get a player back, so you're not going to have a lot of money. So you need young players like this to be able to bolster up your team. That's very pivotal, as they showed. Speaking of young teams, the Nets and the Sixers, I guess, to a degree. But, um, but yeah, definitely the Nets. Now, Kyrie's been on record for saying that he doesn't like to be moody. Oh, I'm sorry, he likes to be moody. Now, as the leader, I get that people are human. As he as he stated, people are human. Everyone has moods. <laughs> I get you. That makes sense. Like, I really do understand it. However, as the leader, you cannot be moody like that all the time. Like, you can have you you can be your own person. I I, I get you. Everyone needs to be themselves. However, they're looking at you. They're following your lead. So if your head's down in, in critical moments, guess what? Their heads are probably going to be down too. Like, as the leader, I need him to not be as moody as he's shown. For example, in the Celtics, I need you to take a little ownership. Be the leader I know you can be and lead the Nets. You're not going to win a championship this year. Everybody fucking knows that. But what you can do is make sure that they will, gall- that they will uh, gallivant around you so that way next year comes you're not putting a lot of pressure on KD. So now y'all can just be chucking along. And it helps for the long term, too, because you have a lot of talented players on that team. So the Nets, I need to follow Kyrie, and I need Kyrie to be a great leader. Now, the thing is, I need Kyrie to also be himself. So I understand being moody. Yes, everyone has moods. But in order for that organization to work, remember, it was a positive influence that D'Lo had last year. That, along with his talent, helped get them to the playoffs. Kyrie's more talented than D'Lo, but his leadership skills could be in question. So I need to see that this year 
from the Nets. That's really what I'm looking for. They're shooting threes just fine. They're playing well, so it is what it is. Only thing we're waiting for is to see Kyrie's maturity and leadership, and we're waiting for KD. Speaking of KD, KD was on first take talking about how pretty much he wants to let KD, he wants to let Kyrie kind of do his own thing. You know, like he's not trying to tame him. For example, he talked about how he, how you couldn't tame Russell Westbrook. Like that was his own man. You know what I'm saying? Like you couldn't really tell Russ what to do. Like, and that was criticism that he got from people. So that to me said, I, I for one, I appreciate where KD's coming from. He was real. He was open. I do agree with him in a sense that you need to let people be the most, be their own selves. And, like, you know, kind of go about things like that. However, you need to tweak it a little bit. Because as we saw, Russ was, it looked like Russ was just able to do whatever he wanted. He he was able to walk all over you in a sense, but at the same time, not really. So, like I said, just tweak it a little bit because you're still the best talent in the league. Like I said, you're the king of the NBA to me. So, I would like to see you be a little bit more dominant. You don't have to be ball dominant. You don't have to be mean, ugly, nasty. But at the same time, be a little more stern than that. And I think we can get that because they are best friends. And I think you also have DeAndre Jordan who can sit up there and kind of mediate between the two. So that that, that scenario I do like a lot more. But um, all I know is October 20, what, 1st, 2nd, 3rd of 2021 is going to be an historic day cannot wait like I think it it should start off with something like either the Nets and Warriors or the Nets and 76ers I don't maybe Lakers and go maybe Lakers and Clippers something like that I don't know that would be interesting or maybe you compare the Lakers and the Nets I don't know like I kind of would want to see that on Christmas Day though that's just me personally but you got to have rivals I don't know it'll be a lot we'll, we'll wait for 2021 we're not gonna project too far um now a good little rivalry that might boom up a little bit the Wolves and the Sixers but I don't know if it's going to be because of basketball play or non-basketball play meaning I guess that's still technically basketball play because pretty much is it either going to be based on the talent and like them going back and forth or is it really the fact that Jimmy Butler was on the piss was on uh, the 76ers last year and he might have like you know said a couple things about Cat and them so I'm just saying it might be a little bit more about it could be more ah, nah, 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 nah. Mm, I don't know because Joel and MB because uh, Joel and Cat were like doing pretty well in the game that they fought for those of y'all who don't know Joel and Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns aka Cat um, they, they both got into a fight over like pretty recently um, seemed like a draw to be honest with you I was impressed with Cat I didn't know he was going to be tussling like that Joel you know, they, he was trolling a little bit. You know, people talking about their mamas and whatnot. That might be a little OD. Um, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a decent fight. And I like the rivalry. And the whole time, Cat has been saying that, you know, we're, we, we keep sleeping on the Wolves. And the Wolves have not been pretty bad this year. All, well, let me rephrase that. Carl Anthony Towns has not been bad this year. Putting up 27, 12, 4. So, 27 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. 1.8, so two blocks, and 2.5 steals. After that, no one's putting up shit with the exception of Andrew Wiggins shooting poorly from the field and averaging 20 points and five rebounds. Nothing else. Nothing. Like maybe 0.5 blocks and, and steals. That's it, though. So 
you're looking at someone like that. Oh, and they were three and one. What, maybe three and two now? Like they they were actually pretty impressive. And then you go up against the 76ers team, which I think is going to the finals. And you get into a little tussle. I could see that being like it's maybe not the Wolves and the and the 76ers, because again, you gotta get to the finals in order to face the 76ers for the Wolves. So maybe Kat and Joel are going to be rivals now because they are bigs, they are stars, and they are young. So it could be a nice little battle to see going forward. Like Carl Anthony Towns versus Joel Embiid. They both are skilled. They both are quality defenders. At least Cat can be, and he's shown that this year finally. So I'm looking to see their next bout, their next battle. That should be very fucking interesting. Um... I know Joel said he wasn't going to troll people like that. Apparently, he lied. So, you know, we're going to be seeing a lot more trolling. And, and you can't you can't go wrong with that. And you cannot go wrong with that at all. Also, Joel Embiid is my dark horse for the MVP candidate and Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Like, the man trolls too much. You got to have NBA fans on your support. And you got to play well in the NBA. He checks all those boxes. He's one of the funniest guys to watch on Twitter, on social media. He's one of the funniest guys to watch in the NBA. He's also arguably the best center in the game, which is a which is not a easy thing to do nowadays. It's not like Dwight Howard back in the day. So you have a lot of things going for this man. And on top of that, he's elite. On offense and defensive side, and that in, and not injury, I'm sorry, and that loss to Kawhi last year is probably probably hurt him. So that's really why I'm thinking he's motivated this year. Plus, they have load management. That could be the only thing stopping him. Talent wise, he can easily be a defensive player of the year and an MVP candidate. So, load management may be his health is his only problem. That's the only thing fucking him up. So that that's all. That Houston duo, Russ and James Harden, I think a lot of people might not be a fan of it. Um, I've liked it from jump. I think it can be positive. The only thing they're lacking is defense. And I don't know who you get for that. Maybe like a Trevor Ariza type. Like just somebody more defensive minded. I think Chris Paul did help out with that. But Trevor Ariza, it's like, like ah, it's tough, bro. Because like, they have so much money invested in Capella and Russ and, and and Harden that it's kind of tough to get somebody else, but you have to find a defensive-minded critical player because giving up 158 points to the Wizards, who only have Bradley Beal right now and an injured or and a, and a recuperating Isaiah Thomas, and then after that, decent role players like as of right now come on dog and, and mind you you barely win you barely win so they do need to put a little more emphasis on defense in order to start becoming a little better like they just lost to the nets get it the nets are a good team but i mean the nets shot 19 made 19 threes 59% from the three-point line. I know that doesn't happen all the time, but goddamn, can you sit up there and just run them off the three-point line? Like, play some defense. And that's not what Mike D'Antoni's team do. 
So because of that, we have shown they have not won the championships. Like they have not gone to the championships like that. Like the, a, a major component to why they were so damn good, the, the Rockets, is they were able to play defense. They were able to strap up, go small, and play defense, as well as space out and shoot the ball well, too. So that's something that I'm going to be interested to see about the Rockets. Are They they have a nice complimentary duo. They just don't have the defense anymore, which is troubling. The Mavs, the Mavs have actually done a good job, and people are really looking, are, are sleeping on the Mavs. I'm telling you, like, these boys are playing ball. Luka and KP have a great feel for one another already. It's scary. It's scary. And KP's still coming back from injury. So only thing they're going to do is go upwards. You got to love it. You got to love the thrill of the NBA right now. Like so many fucking teams can win this year. I don't have the Mavs as a contender. I think they are a low seed playoff team, if anything. Um, it, that's a great start right now. I want to see how healthy KP can last. And also, I need to see what their their, their bench can do. Because, to be honest with you, it's, it, right now it's, it's Luka, KP, and then you got Tim Hardaway, I got you. Um, Seth Curry's okay. Boban. But Boban don't be playing like that, too. So, you really, I, I really want to see exactly where they're going with it, you know. Um, they have a good direction to go, though. I think they'll be around for a little while. I think they'll be formidable. Hell, you might even have them win a championship or two. But the Mavs are here. People are sleeping. And it is time to finally awaken themselves. Like, that boy Luca. that man is nice, nice. I mean, nice, 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 nice. Like, it is, he can hoop. I'll give him credit. He, he, not, he not athletic, like, but he can score. I wonder if he's going to be the next Larry Bird. I can see it. I can see it. But yeah, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's all the basketball I wanted to talk about with you guys. I know there's a lot more that happened, but that was a lot of the things that I really wanted to speak on. Um, Again, sorry for the little delay this week. I hate that bastard. Like, oh, I wish I could get this man personally. But it is what it is. Um, But yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, continue to subscribe to the podcast. Share the podcast with folks if you want to, please. I would greatly appreciate it. You know, talk me up a little bit. Um, leave some critiques, if you will. Uh, you, can, you can DM me that on get underscore a underscore bucket underscore pod. I am thinking about changing the name and the logo, actually. So, you know, stay with me on that. Like I said, I lost a few things. So, uh, just be mindful. But, yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Take care. See you. Oh, and happy Halloween, too. Damn happy Halloween for y'all, y'all trick-or-treaters out there. That was a good time. I haven't been, I didn't go, but I'm sure you guys have fun. All right, see y'all.